0: Being a new mom is hard, we get it.
1: It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to The Motherhood.
0: If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship.
1: We're here to do motherhood together.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to the motherhood. I'm Bethany and I'm Riley, and we are so glad that you're here and listening, watching, whatever you're doing, listening and watching at the same time.
1: (laughs) So before we jump into today's episode, we're just going to do a little bit of the housekeeping stuff where we Mm -hmm. ask you guys to make sure if you are enjoying the podcast, you are rating it for us. Obviously five stars is best, but we want you to be honest with your you know, comments and ratings so that we can improve and stuff, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. um, if you are on YouTube, if you would subscribe and hit the notification bell, if you like the episode, share it, comment, rate it, all the things. Basically, we are trying to reach as many moms as we can, and Mm -hmm. the more you share and interact, the better chances we have of reaching more people.
0: Yes, yes, and I'll shamelessly also plug our Instagram if you don't Mm -hmm. follow us, at the motherhood underscore moms, because We're always doing polls or asking questions in love when you all participate with us um, because this is a community. This is what we want it to be ultimately is... Not just a one-way street where you listen to us, but we want to hear from you all too. And one of the things that we always ask is what you all want to hear about, what you guys want to talk about. Right. Um, And we did that not too long ago and actually had a listener submit something she wanted us to talk about, which is what we're talking about today. And it's a phenomenal topic that I can't
1: believe we haven't already thought to. Yes.
0: Well, I know it was like on our list of things to talk about, but then definitely when you know, we had a listener say, Hey, let's, I want to hear more about this or whatever. We were like, okay, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Let's move that up on the list. So again, go over and follow us if you don't already, because who knows, we could be talking about your submission next. But, um, like Riley said, I think even this episode will be a really great one to share with other moms because I know for a fact, there's something in this for all moms. And I think something we can all relate to and ultimately at the end of this episode, we just want to talk about how we can support each other best in our roles as mothers. So we had the listener specifically asked that we talk about supporting moms, specifically working moms for her, like working at a full-time mm-hmm. job. Um, and we were like, yes, let's just talk about it all. Whether you're part-time, full-time, stay-at-home mom, work-from-home mom, whatever it is, that's kind of what we're talking about today. And again, talking about also how we can support moms better in their different types of roles.
1: Yes, because I think one thing that we can all agree on is it doesn't matter which of those roles you fall into. At the end of the day, it's work, it's hard, no matter where you are or what you're doing. These are challenges that you probably face yourself. So um, today's Topic is basically what we're gonna call your working role. Yes. Even if that is a stay at home mom, like again, because we just addressed that it is all work of some sort. Yes. Yes. So, um I think to start the episode, maybe we should share our own experiences. Yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe give a little bit of our background just so that you all know kind of like why we're answering things the way we're answering, or just so you know the position that we're coming right. from. I'll let you go ahead and share okay. first.
1: So if you don't know, before Indy, I was a teacher. And the way that teaching works is you sign a contract and your contract is for the school year, Mm -hmm. and so you are committed to that year when you sign. Well, I signed before I was pregnant, had Indy, took my 12-week maternity leave, Mm -hmm. and then that had me finishing out my school year for the month of May, and then we had summer break. And so those three weeks of full-time working with a baby, um, I don't know, I just... More than anything, I enjoyed my work. Yeah, I enjoyed the identity yeah. it gave me. There's so much good that happened there. But I feel like something in me was like, you're going to regret it if you don't take this time mm-hmm, with her. Because mm-hmm. we're very blessed in that we were in a position where I could. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, The stars aligned. That's a whole other podcast episode. But like, <laughs> long story short, we ended up moving and some things shifted and it allowed for the situation. Mm-hmm. So I did not sign my contract for the following year. And I thought being a stay-at-home mom would solve all my problems. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, it did not. <laughs> but it created new problems and solved some of the old ones. But um, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um. So this is my first year as like an actual yeah. stay-at-home mom. So.
0: Yeah. And I was just like you sharing that story made me think about back to that period of time when you were really – kind of struggling with deciding about going back or not. And I still am,
1: because when we're recording, it's time to decide if I'm going to take another year off or go back. For next year,
0: yeah, like, what you're going to do for next year. But, yeah, yeah, I just remember all the conversations we had about, yeah, like, do I stay home that first year, you know, of her life, or do I go back to work or what? And, again, I think it was great that you had an opportunity where it was even an option for you to stay home, you know. Um, So I am a, I guess, technically part-time work-from-home mom. Um, so I work from home with both of my kids at home with me as well during my workday. Um, Piece of cake. No <laughs> problem. I am so thankful for it, but it is not easy. And um, to
1: clarify, I know that there are people who are able to be a work from home mom that and, still have childcare. Yes, care. I was going to say Bethany don't have does their kids. not. She is balancing both, so <laughs> she has a very interesting perspective. That I think adds to your story. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I'll share a little bit just about how I got to be where I'm at. But I know, like, for us, part of that is, like, I have the option to, like, have daycare, I guess. I do and I don't. Like, for us, it's just a financial thing. Like, and finding the right daycare and, yeah, being able to afford that. And then I've already cut back on my hours, everything. I know these are all things that other moms, like, struggle with and, you know, have to make decisions around. But... Um, again, thankfully I'm in a position where I, my company allows me to keep them at home with me. And part of that is just because the job I have, I don't have to be like on the phones all the time. A lot of what I do is just on my computer, email reports or things like that. So the type of job that I have allows me to have them there again. No, it's not easy. There's definitely crazy days, lots of screen time, most days and snacks um, just to get by the work day. Um, but basically um, a lot of my situation now um, in part is due to COVID <laughs> um, as crazy as it was. It was a little bit of a blessing for me. So I got pregnant in 2020 um, and just a few months later, After finding out I was pregnant, the world shut down. My company, like many others, moved everybody home. Everyone was working remotely. So I had my son in October of 2020, where we were still work from home remote. I did take three months of maternity leave, but when I got back to work, everybody was still forced to work from home. So I was working full-time all throughout um, my first pregnancy, and after having Archer, up until I got pregnant again, just like a year later (laughs) with our daughter Ayla. Um, And then once I got pregnant with her, I kind of made the decision, talked to my company about cutting back on my hours just because I just wanted more time Mm -hmm. to not have to be tied to my computer. And again, there's two of them now. So I was able to cut back and go part time. So now um, our company already worked four days a week. So I work Monday through Thursday and I just work eight hour days four days a week so that's what part-time looks like for me so I still work technically 32 hours which I think is full-time still and like but your
1: day is a full-time like d- yeah you know an eight to five
0: yeah
1: I mean you you get off a little before five yeah but like an eight hour day yeah. is still it's a full still day you just don't in, have clock
0: out yeah you have
1: one less day a week yes if that makes
0: sense. yes exactly so um Yeah, again, and I think that wouldn't have even been a possibility for me if COVID hadn't happened, and I think the world saw that people could work remotely from home, so just a little bit of background about how I got to be in the position that I am today and what that looks like for us, and I know Riley and I will both probably share a little bit more about our working roles, but... um, we did ask our Instagram followers some questions because we, again, want to hear from you all. And I think one thing that we kind of talked about, too, is that we don't here in this room or on this episode have, like, a full-time working mom represented. Represented. Um, so, again, we wanted to make sure to ask our followers mm-hmm. and get y'all's experience because we want to make sure all parties are represented. So, I keep saying that. Represented. 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 Put an
1: extra syllable in there. Too (laughs) much
0: caffeine today. (laughs) Um, So the first question that we asked our Instagram followers on our stories poll was um, about their role. So what role best describes them? And we gave four options of working mom, full-time, part-time working mom, work-from-home mom, or a stay-at-home mom. So of our Instagram followers that responded to the poll, 41% 41% said they were a full time working mom. We had 10% say they're a part time working mom, 24% work from home mom, and 24% stay at home mom.
1: Yes. And then a follow up question that we asked was we were really curious to see if these people who responded were currently in their ideal role mm-hmm. or if they preferred like another role that they personally just couldn't get to right now um for that question we had 61% say yes they are in their ideal role and 39% said no and Mm. what is interesting about that is it's about 50-50 yeah you know it's a little more toward yes which is good that they are in their ideal role um the people who said yes i'm in my ideal role Represented all groups. Yeah. So it's not like it was just the stay-at-home moms who said, yes, I'm in my ideal role. Yeah. So I really like that too because yeah. I do feel like there is a movement in society that makes people think they need to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a stay-at-home mom, you must not care about your kids. Yes. Or if yes. you get joy from work, then what about your family? And like, I just think it's super important that we put that out there that yeah. like, I know sometimes for me, I feel like teaching gave me an identity that I don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. And I got to go connect mm-hmm. to adults. And even though there were children there, it was just, it was just different, yeah. you know? And yeah. Um I think that can be really healthy for some people, but I'm jumping the gun. All that no. to say, I was really excited to see that some of the full-time working moms work from home moms, like every yeah. group had somebody at least say, yes, this is ideal for me.
0: Yeah. And I think I was kind of surprised that almost, again, of the people that responded, almost 50% are full-time working moms. Yes. So most of you know, I would say majority of our followers or people that are interacting with us are full-time working moms.
1: And whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a work-from-home mom, it was really neat to see an almost 50-50 split of people working out of the home and in the Mm -hmm, home. Or, mm -hmm. you know, again, in the home accounts for stay-at-home moms and work-from-home moms, and then out of home working That population represents like the working mom full time and the part time working away from the
0: house. Yeah, great call out. It literally is almost a 50 50 split between those two. And then um, one of the last questions that we asked as a poll was Do you feel you have support in your role? And so 54% said very supported, which is awesome. 7% said not at all, which is also kind of awesome, just that it was only 7%. but not awesome that there is a 7%. Right. Um, and then 39% said some support, but more would be better.
1: So the good news is 93% say there is some support at least. Yes. You know, yeah. it's like some, if not enough. Yeah. So how do you feel in response to the multiple choice questions? We already addressed what category we fall into. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, would you say you're in your ideal role and do you feel supported in your role?
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. I would say that if I'm quite honest, well... I'm in my ideal role in terms of if I have to work, mm-hmm. like, I guess, for a company, you know, I'm in my ideal role in that I get to work four days a week, Yeah. I get to work part time, I get to work from home, and I don't have to pay for childcare. Yeah. So yes, in terms of working for a company, I'm ideally, you know, I don't think my situation could get better, much better than that. But if I had my choice, like as a whole, dream. yes. I mean, when I wouldn't be working at all, if I'm quite <laughs> honest, I'm like all for being a trophy wife. Like right. I'm like, I will be the homemaker, whatever, you know, not that you can't be a homemaker if you work full time. Anyways, <laughs> but I, I mean, I would still love to make an income. I think my ideal situation would be like... Having a job that I can make my own hours, have my own flexibility would be something that's maybe a little bit more of a passive income. I mean, quite honestly, that's why other than loving, supporting other moms, um, and building a community. That's why Riley and I started this podcast. This brand is because we want something that's a little bit more flexible and allows us to spend more time at home with our children and prioritize our family in that way. Um, but again, I think I would be, I ideally would be my own little boss. I could have my own schedule, but I would have more time to invest in my kids. So yes, I'm in my ideal role in terms of working, but if i had my way way yeah and i would say to the question about feeling supported um again i think having to work for a company i feel supported in that and that i work for a great company and have a great boss who's been flexible who has allowed me to do this from home with my kids um but I'm, I'm all for, I think, like more companies in the world as a whole could support working moms better. Like, I'm a firm believer that I think there should be more opportunities if a mom wants to, to work from home with her kids. So I like think those
1: jobs shouldn't be one in a million. Yes, they should be like more exactly. readily available. I
0: think there could be more support as a whole yeah. for, again, not that every mom wants to work from home with her kids, but right. I think there could be more opportunities for that. So long-winded answer to your question, but what about you?
1: So, for me, I would say, I don't know, okay, am I in my ideal role in a sense, kind of like you, like, yes, in that I love that I get to give Indy the best of me and that we can go do fun, meaningful things throughout the day, and, like, I love the opportunity that I have right now, Mm -hmm. but for some reason, I have this feeling that there is more for me out there, Yeah, and I don't necessarily think that that means full-time teaching yep yep but it's like it's like I'm content I would say Mm -hmm. but I have this feeling that God's got something out there and maybe it's this I would love for it to be this yeah um but I just have that feeling that like there's something else out there but it doesn't necessarily mean I'm walking away from this or that it's in this season
0: like there's more of you that can be used yeah or like you know yeah yeah and then God's got other things planned
1: when it comes to support, I definitely have support. My husband is very supportive. Mm -hmm. My family is supportive. When I did have that hard talk with administration about taking the year off, they were so supportive of me doing what's best for my family. They told me that they would love to have me back one day if I did come back to teaching after. And so I feel very supportive in that the people around me were very encouraging, but it's also very hard because I feel like everyone around me is like, whatever you want to do, we support it. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help because I don't like decisions. But tell me what to do.
0: (laughs) What do you think about, like, just in general, like, from the world or, like, from society, just Mm, being, like, a general stay-at-home mom, do you think you feel, like, supported in the culture? Okay, so hear me out.
1: Not as a whole. Like I said earlier, I was under the impression that being a stay-at-home mom would fix everything. And it's not until I became one that I realized how hard it could be. Mm -hmm. And, like before, I'm going to sound really ugly and I'm so sorry to everybody. Please know my opinions have changed. <laughs> I was like, You're staying home. What do you mean you can't get a workout yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean you didn't have time for the laundry? Boy, did God <laughs> look at me and laugh because he was like, You just wait. You just wait. Yeah. Um, but I do think that with social media, I feel like there's been a movement for stay at home moms. Mm-hmm. And more like a, almost like a community for stay-at-home moms where you can relate and see other women and, um, yeah, just like relate to other people and connect. And I think that lately the support for stay-at-home moms has really improved.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I would think that you're not the only person though, who kind of like had that thought. I think like, even again, like society thinks like, oh, being a stay-at-home mom is easy. Like, You're literally at home all day. You're, like, not working, quotation marks. Like, Mm -hmm. you're just taking care of kids. Like, you don't even have to change your clothes if you don't want to, you know. But, I mean, you're you're constantly getting distracted you're on someone else's schedule a lot of
1: mental battles and then you also think a lot about like my one of my biggest things is like india is so attached to me right Mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. and i'm like is that because she's 14 months old and like that's a normal thing is for them to you know attach to their parent around that time or is it because she spends too much time with me and i'm not socializing her enough like so much goes into it and again i don't want to talk too much here but like You have your challenges no matter what role you find yourself in. Yeah,
0: which I think kind of leads us into the next question. So then we did some like text box questions on our Instagram story. So the first one we asked are, what are things you wish people knew about your work slash mom role?
1: And this is also where I want to kind of like preface this by saying some moms did mention in their response what category they fall under yeah and some don't didn't so So, we don't
0: exactly know yeah
1: we're not breaking this up per category these are just how we got the results
0: randomly so
1: um the first response says it's lonely as a stay-at-home mom but i'm never alone which mm. I personally get because, yeah. like, you're in the best I, company ever. I
0: know you've even, like, literally mm-hmm. almost said word, word for, for word, word that yeah. before, too. Yeah. And then you
1: feel guilty for saying you feel alone yeah. because it's like, is your baby not enough? But
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the freedom and flexibility work from home provides me. Yes. So you can speak into that one a little mm-hmm. more if you agree. Or um, Working is a break for me, but I also miss my babies like crazy when we aren't together.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: I felt that one from my working yeah. experience with Indy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that is like just a clear picture of like being a working mom. Is like, yeah, you do get a break from your kids in a sense, but like you still miss them so much when you're away. But like, even when you're maybe getting a break from your kids, you're not getting a break from like work, you know, and like you still have a it's job not to like do. You're getting
1: me time. <laughs> yes. Because let's yes. be clear your self care, your me time, that is entirely different than work. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And I know just quickly, like at my job, we still have to go into the office as a staff twice a month. So twice a month I have a day where I'm like in an office, like a regular person yeah. and like my mother-in-law watches the kids and stuff. And those are like, I do look forward to those days. Cause I'm like, I get to like dress up and like be a normal person Correct. and not have to like worry about my children. They are a nice break, but I'm still like scrolling and looking at their pictures while I'm there. So,
1: <laughs> and the next mom says you can have both. Mm-hmm. I worked outside the home for years And I love working from home now with her babies. Yeah. It just kind of goes to show you, like, it's not like if you're not in your ideal role right now that it can never happen or that things can't change. I mean, who knows? We could have another COVID wave. Yeah. (laughs) No, hopefully it's not that.
0: And the whole world could change all over again. Um, Our next response was a suggestion. She said, take a PTO day and sleep in, order Uber Eats and get a massage.
1: And I do think this mom means like still take your child to whatever child care you yes. have and take that day for you. Yes. Which flows into that mental health aspect. Yeah. That just I,
0: on. I don't know why like, I mean, I, I know for me personally, I have my kids at home with me. So I would like have to find a sitter. But I'm like, why have I not thought about that sooner? Yeah. Like taking a personal day just for myself and without the kids. Because, you know, like even if you're sick, like.
1: It's like teaching and planning for a sub though. It yeah. takes a lot of work yeah. to orchestrate that. But then but it's worth it. But <laughs> probably worth
0: it. Probably worth it. Um, next response said, it's the hardest job I've ever had, but also the most rewarding. Highs are worth the lows. That's a sweet one. Yeah. And, yeah. I think I think moms in any position probably could agree with that. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. hard if you're at home. It's hard if you're going into an office full time. Um, this person said, I don't view my work as work. I love what I do and believe this mm-hmm. to be my mission field slash passion. I love this response so very much because, again, it. I think even in this episode so far, we've been so guilty as like calling it work and like putting it in this box of like a company or an office as or if like it's not desired. Yeah, like, like pushing like, yeah. paper. Yeah, but like it could be your passion. It could be you know you're going and doing something that you love that you're passionate about and it doesn't feel like work and to I you. And I think
1: that people number one, you can have more than one passion. Yeah. you can be a passionate mom. And have a passion for a career or yeah. a hobby or anything. Yeah. But more than that, I also think that, again, society and the pressure that they give, it's like you aren't a passionate mom if you don't want to be a stay-at-home yeah. mom. Or if you yeah. have a passion that you're even more passionate about than motherhood. Like yeah. You're allowed to have
0: mm-hmm.
1: any passion you want. And mm-hmm. like let's just make that very clear because yeah. that gets me... That gets me angry. Becoming a
0: mom doesn't mean that being a mom is all you have to focus on. Our other, our final response is there are employers out there that will not only respect but encourage you as a mother.
1: This person actually went on um, and messaged us because there was so much more that she wanted to share Mm -hmm. than fit in the little box. Yeah. And I'm so glad that she did. Um, I think we're just going to read it word for word, right? Yeah. So do you want to take that away?
0: Sure. Sure. Um, and I think, again, this is important for a lot of people to hear because I think it can be discouraging when you're like, okay, but how is that even possible? And yeah. again, not that it is possible for everybody, but to hear that there are situations and there are bosses out there who do the kind of stuff that this person does. So, like Riley said, I'm just going to read it word from word. She said, my boss is truly a perfect example. He's 40-ish and has three kids and hired me at three months postpartum. Hmm. Peace. This is yes. also a mill, which I is know. really cool. Even better. Um... Hired me at three months postpartum and created a schedule that worked for my family. He himself sets the example of work-life balance, leaving early to coach his kids sports, taking his wife to lunch, props to him, dropping his daughter off at school, etc. He has never once made me feel guilty for needing to take time for my family. I know it's rare, all caps, to find, but it's so life-giving to know that it can work with the clapping hands emoji. (laughs) Um, And we asked her if she was okay with us sharing this on the podcast because, again, we thought it was important for people to hear. And the final thing that she said was, I will say, during my interview, I made it very clear that I was the default parent in quotation marks. So, for example, if she was sick, it would likely be me at home. If she needed to be picked up early it would likely be me getting her I feel like setting those boundaries before working for them helped me set help set me up for success it was expected
1: and I also think that's a really good point is like she did not that you need to but mm-hmm. that she was so transparent yeah. with how she felt about this going into the interview Because then it could be a mutual thing. Like, I understand if you don't pick me for this reason, and they understood if we do choose you, this is your reality. This is how it's going to be. Yeah. So I think that that expectation and boundary setting was
0: a great idea. Yeah. And I think it's also important to share because there might be some listeners out there, or you might know other moms who are in a position where they themselves are the boss, you know, or they're in charge of employees or other people. And I think that's so important and encouraging to hear, uh, like to set the example yourself, you know, like just if you are in a position of leadership, like that doesn't make you any different than like those that you're in charge of, you know, like be that example and encourage your staff to do the same. And I think just having that work-life balance makes people even more passionate about what they do and work better and harder. So again, just if there's any listeners out there who are, a boss, you know, just to encourage, to, I encourage you to be that example for your um, staff as well. Almost yep. said students. <laughs> all this teacher talk.
1: <laughs> and the final question that we asked on our little Instagram poll is, what is the biggest challenge you are currently facing in your role? Mm. Again, these are all going to be mixed up together. It doesn't differentiate one work role from another. Yeah. But some of the responses we got are, Mom guilt, I feel bad for taking any time for myself. Mm. Totally get that. Um, Desiring to climb the corporate ladder. Feeling okay with where I'm at and feeling guilty about that. That one I want to touch on for a second because I feel like I've seen something similar in my husband. Like his company constantly wants him to grow, which is great for someone to see potential in you and want you to never like stall. But it also makes me so angry because you can have a phenomenal employee And this person can give so much and do so much and just be happy where they're at. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so unfair to put pressure on people to keep going after things when they're perfectly content.
0: Well, we live in such a society that's like, do more, work harder, do better, get paid more. But especially like as a mom who's already in a working role, like, you know, you kind of have two jobs now. You know, you're being a mom and your career and like to not want to not always want to like excel to the next promotion and that is perfectly fine because maybe that allows you just more time again to like invest in your family or whatever it may be so i'd love i loved having that response on the poll
1: the next response says bringing stress home with me that was one thing that i don't know if i've said it this way but like it's like i want indy to get the best of me not what's left of me mm-hmm. so i feel that yeah, I feel that
0: one. Well I feel like that's probably one of the biggest challenges especially of being like a full-time working mom mm-hmm. is like you've already gone and worked this full day even if you are passionate about it you know it's still well, hard work is
1: stressful and you get passionate yeah. about that that applies to your
0: job too, yeah you know? yeah but you've gone and worked this full day and mm-hmm. sometimes you're dealing with difficult people too and then you come home and then you still have to like put on for your children and for your family and like how do you, yeah, yep. how do you leave that stress at work? Or even how do you leave work at work? You know, a lot of that can flood into your life at home too. So,
1: um, oh, another mom said meeting mamas, having babies later in life. Yeah. And I feel like, not to discredit the later in life portion, but I feel like meeting moms in the same area as you, I feel like that's a challenge in and of yeah. itself, you Yeah,
0: know? or yeah, like meeting other full-time working moms mm-hmm. or other stay-at-home moms or...
1: And eventually I would love it if we could somehow find a way to connect moms. That's a long-term plan. (laughs) Hopefully that happens one day. We'll let you
0: know when we uh, get around to that. Working on
1: some technical (laughs) things there. But no, not to make light of that. Like I I cannot imagine not having the community that I have Mm. because I'm very fortunate in that I know a lot of moms who are not only young moms, but like my age with kids the same age, going through it the first time with me, like. And yeah. then this person said, communicating when I need more support, which I think can be a hard thing because I think sometimes we don't even know how to articulate that we need support, you or know? what we
0: need support with necessarily. <laughs> like, right. you know, like yeah. how can, like, how what can do I need help know? with first? <laughs> like, I
1: don't know because like, so for example, like right now I'm toying. Do I, or like right now I'm in the season where it's like, do I go back to work next year? or Do I stay mm-hmm. home again? Mm-hmm. And people are like, I don't know. It's your decision. How can I help? And I'm like, you can't Yeah. like, you know, I have and, to
0: make the decision.
1: Yeah. It can be very hard to communicate, especially when you feel like you don't even know yeah. what needs to be communicated.
0: And again, I think could be said for all types of roles, mm-hmm. communicating, you need help. If you've been at home with the kids all day or communicating that you need help because you've had a tough day at That's work. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I think that fits with all roles. Um, the next response we got on some of the biggest challenges that you moms are facing are, Ooh, this one the expectation to work like I don't have kids.
1: Yeah, like your whole life is right here. Yeah, yeah. And like you should be able to stay late and yeah, you should be able yeah. to get here what early. What do you
0: mean? What do you mean? You, have you to couldn't go reach more. the yeah. deadline. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Uh, patience in dealing with mono- monotony, terrible twos in an almost one-year-old. Again, I think patience in every role could be uh, desired too, but I mean, I know that is just in my experience of working from home too it's like gosh yeah my two-year-old can be the biggest challenge of my day and having that patience and I know I think you can speak to being a stay-at-home mom I know sometimes it is just a lot of like mundaneness and the same thing over and over again and again like I was like, okay, how am I going to face another day of this? But I know the same could be said of, you know, full-time working moms.
1: And I feel like this one might be a stay-at-home mom, so I'm going to speak into that a little more. Yeah. Um, One thing that has really helped me, and not to say that I have all the answers, I don't, but number one, my whole personality varies with the season. Mm. It's like a hit like a seasonal depression when it's cold. Yeah. And when the sunshine comes back up, I am a new lady. I'm thriving. <laughs> and so luckily that is who I've been this week. But <laughs> I do I say that to say two things that have really helped me is leaving the house mm. and pretty weather so we can go on walks, even if it's just outside, like in the neighborhood, you know, yeah. nothing fancy. Um, but leaving can be so daunting and it can be a lot of work to, especially with you having two, yeah, one toddler, well actually probably two toddlers at the time we we're recording this. Mm-hmm. It can be really hard and overwhelming, but what I found is that I don't regret going out when I yeah, go out. It's, it's like, it's a lot of work, it. Yeah. but it typically brings me more joy mm-hmm. than, well, I don't typically have regret. So yeah, yeah, easier said than done. I know you're bound to schedules and naps and feedings and all that, but in my experience it has been so rewarding to just get out of there
0: yeah well getting outside of like I experienced that a little bit in the sense of like you know I'm at home all day but like on the weekends I'm like okay let's get out of the Mm -hmm. house even for myself to like I feel like nowadays I dress up and put makeup on for the strangest of things but it's like I need to like shower and like put makeup on and like feel like a regular woman for a little bit like I'll put makeup on to go to the grocery store sometimes not really but like you know just being able to get outside of those four walls I know can be refreshing um so some of the final responses we got was missing so much work because of daycare sickness I know that's a big big challenge and you end up using your own sick days for like your kids and taking care of them and
1: and you feel bad but it's also like beyond your control you know like believe me It's like when you tell your boss, like, I have no other option. Like, it's not like you're choosing. You're not having a personal day. You're not having that self-care day. You're taking care of a child and cleaning up puke. Yeah,
0: whatever else it might be. And one of our final responses was um, that her biggest challenge is actually outside my role. Lack of support from other moms as a working mom. And I think... I think I can
1: say that this is the mom who requested yep. the episode. Yep. So we really wanted to reach out to her and make sure that we expressed her side um, mm-hmm. well and yeah. got her thoughts. And because neither one of us are a full-time working mom, we also thought what a great opportunity to get that representation. Yeah.
0: and might I just say this literally makes my heart sink because, you know, it's not like she's saying she doesn't feel supported from like her boss or her company or like literally she doesn't feel support from other moms it's like the
1: mom shame like who you yeah
0: who you would think would be the first to kind of like jump in and help or understand so this just breaks my heart but definitely why we wanted to talk about it and i'll let you read like riley said we reached out to her wanted to get a little bit more behind her heart and some suggestions from her so i'll let you read her responses
1: so she says, I just feel like us working moms have such a small community that I oftentimes feel alone or not normal that I'm not a stay at home mm. mom or that I'm wrong for working when I should be home with my baby. Mm. I've been looking for a community that can relate to me and help and encourage and support me. I'm happy to talk more. And so of course we kept the conversation yeah, going. We're like, because, well <laughs> Right. Um so we chatted and she continued to say Thank you for reaching out. For starters, I think in general, offering mom-slash-support communities after work hours would be a great start. And that one just immediately got me mm-hmm. because as a stay-at-home mom, I find myself looking for, like, like when I look for a Bible study, I'm like, oh, this group meets during the week. That's yeah. great. I can make that one. Yeah. But you don't think about that. And yeah. she's so right. Like, you yeah. think about the library read, like, what is it called? Like, the read aloud to the library and, like, all these different activities towards children and mommy and me things and yeah. they're during the work day
0: yeah or even if they're not like let's have some child care so that you know like so that you don't have to like coordinate that like yeah. if you're meeting after hours like
1: so many mom groups at my church are offered during the day it's like us working moms need a community too but we hardly get the opportunity to join a small group or a play group mm. because most are offered during the day I got invited to a mom's night in the other weekend, and it felt so nice nice to feel included. Another support or encouragement is to normalize that it's okay to be mm. a working mom. Mm. Amen. I think culture slash church culture make it that being a stay-at-home mom is the best thing for you and your child, and unintentionally puts shame and guilt on working moms. I love that she puts unintentionally, yeah. because I don't think yeah. any mom means to bash another mom, but yeah. I 100% see what she's saying. and agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I find peace in knowing that this is my calling and this is where the Lord needs me. But that's not always easy when you have FOMO and pressure to be a stay-at-home mom.
0: I feel this. And I know you and I have talked about, like, you kind of, I think, touched on this a little bit earlier. But I do feel like, again, it might just be my TikTok algorithm or whatever my Instagram algorithm, but I do feel like there's like, even now this like trending stay at home mom, TikTok thing, you know, where it's like Mm -hmm. the mom's disheveled. Her hair is crazy. She's exhausted. She's reenacting her toddler being crazy and her just trying to like survive through the day. Like there's this whole culture now, I think where it's like, okay, we can relate. We can laugh. It's funny, but like
1: nothing wrong with that, but it's also not
0: fair. Where is, where is the, community of working full-time moms who can like relate on their hardships and stuff like that too like it's almost they don't like got time to make TikToks. that's right that's what they're what that's why there is none and that's how the stay-at-home at moms yeah. are
1: surviving it's like yeah. okay. I gotta I get mean, this out so their moms it. can
0: relate. I'm gonna make a TikTok and laugh about it but I mean it's true I just feel like even in society or like on Instagram there's this whole community of like stay-at-home moms where we can laugh about stuff together but mm-hmm. it's like yeah there's no there is no community for like the working full-time mom And I know, you know, we wanted to share her suggestions because I know we want to do better at supporting working moms and full-time moms. And I do think there really is, yeah, this like almost unintentional guilt that's like, wait, you have a job or like, wait, you don't want to stay at home with your kids all day. Like, and how important is it for our children to see us working and being hard workers and balancing life in these roles. But
1: that's another thing. I feel like as a whole, excuse me if this is an overgeneralization here, but like this generation coming up doesn't have much work ethic. Yeah. And I feel like everywhere is hiring because nobody does the beginner entry-level yeah. jobs. Yeah. And like even teaching, we're short on teachers now. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like how awesome that your child gets to watch you mm-hmm. be passionate about a career and plug into that like I just don't feel like that's the norm these days I mean even working moms not to say that everyone is in their passion it's you know I'm not trying to like be rude here but like I think a lot of times work is associated negatively when it's like it can be a really
0: good thing it can be something you love and like want to do and yeah like we talked about earlier like it could be a passion and she even said like mission field like you know like you're out there serving others or maybe you're, mm-hmm. you know, like bringing the gospel to people at your work and that is like so important too. And, um, so yeah, I know that we just want to do a better job at supporting full-time working moms to supporting all moms in general. But, um, you know, this listener specifically wanted us to share about that and we are so thankful to her for like sharing her perspective, sharing ways that we can encourage working moms and all moms and, I just love it when we get to interact with them.
1: And just to make sure that, like, we really offer ways to support other moms, too, because I want to make sure Mm -hmm. that we really, um...
0: We don't just talk about it and do nothing about it. Yeah, we walk the walk. We don't just talk the talk, you know?
1: So, like, (laughs) first of all, when you are planning something, make sure that moms can be included. Mm -hmm. Like, because for me, if I was planning something, honestly, perfect example. yeah. A couple of our friends like to get together on Friday and go for walks. We now have two friends. One just moved to the area and one actually recently moved away from the area and she is a teacher and so she works. So our Friday morning walks might need to be Saturday morning yeah, walks now. Yeah, You yeah, know, it's yeah. like that's a step that we can take practically to make sure that we include all moms, yeah, you know? So yeah, like, yeah. think about your routine. Think about what can be tweaked to a- mm-hmm. accommodate all of your mom friends. Um invite the people yeah I think part of it is like oh she works she's probably tired or she wants the family time yeah
0: I was gonna say just offering Mm -hmm. or checking in on like also I mean all your mom friends but like your full-time working mom friends or just seeing if yeah like hey can I offer to bring dinner over one night so you don't have to get home and like worry about cooking and you can just spend time like with your kids or yeah just just checking in on them and offering help
1: and on the other hand not getting and this applies to any mom but like especially the working moms you know if they take a little while to respond or something like don't you know like they're we're all busy
0: yeah busy ladies okay
1: (laughs) so like try not to like hold grudges for things like that um talking about like the church and the culture that make Mm -hmm. it seem like being a stay-at-home mom is the best thing I'm not, I'll be honest. I don't know exactly how we get rid of that. Mm -hmm. But I think individually, just being aware that, like, it's like self-awareness. Like, don't say stupid things. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) And final suggestion, don't forget to take that PTO day where you can go get your massage.
1: (laughs) Use your PTO. Yes, yes. But where she talks at the end about, like, FOMO and pressure to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. Like, the biggest thing, I think, is just, the biggest takeaway is just include your Mm -hmm. working mom friends because Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people assume that they're tired. Yeah. Or that they want that family time. And in reality they could be just really craving some Some, mom connection to other women. Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's something you could connect with other women that work too. You know, like I think stay at home moms kinda like this sounds so weird. Like band together in those mommy and me groups. Like we need more of those within the working community. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally agree and Thank you all to those who responded to our polls or when we reached out for more details, you gave us all the details. So we are so thankful for you guys. So thankful for this community. I'll say it one more time. Again, if you don't follow us on Instagram at the motherhood underscore moms, again, that's where we do most of our interacting and most of our communicating with you all. So please give us a follow. And as
1: always, don't forget to share this episode. If you feel like it could help another Mm -hmm. mom out there and other than that, I guess we'll catch you guys in the next one, and we just hope you have a great week. See you later. Bye. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all.
0: And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood_moms we always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you have a great week